0: We hit go live. And boom. I think that is it. Welcome to MX Unfiltered. This is the inaugural unfiltered show where we're going to interrupt each other, piss somebody off, you know, we're just gonna talk about this weekend's racing. And of course, I'm always right. And followed by Chris Cooksey with the Cooksey Mob. He's got another channel where he's trying to like fight, cancel culture, and he's the perfect individual to do it. We've got all the links in the description. We're followed by my buddy, WD840 Dakota. He's makes some gnarly edits. Been watching him for a long time. It's finally nice to have a face to him. And then we've got the mad scientist, Coach Rob Beam. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing good, man.
0: No, I, I believe we are live, but I we are live. It looks like um, it. You can see it on there.
2: Definitely live. I'm glad you questioned whether that. So, way to well, go, John. I, I had to we're sure. off to a flying you know, start. <laughs> I had to make sure. But so this is uh this is the the bachelor discussion. Is that what we're talking about?
0: Yeah, the total bachelor's discussion about who's going to have that that number one plate at the end. MX unfiltered self promotion here. Got to have the coffee mugs. Okay, well, I got
2: something that I wanted to kind of that has. Oh, yeah, there we go. Complete racing solutions. Or as my buddy Lane says, can't remember shit.
1: <laughs> Just had to try to <laughs> pony up on Johnny there a little bit. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. So what's going to be interesting this weekend is the rain. There's been so much rain. Would they get like two inches yesterday? And while yeah, it's but be, it's covered. Hold on. I know, but that's my point. If you'll let me make my point, Johnny. When they cover the track, they drain it down in those dips. Those track looks perfect but that's when you get those deep ruts at the bottom that are scary and as it rolls in at night it gets gnarly that's just like when Roxon broke his arm so though everyone who says Roxton's going to win the first race no he won't he's going to pull out and he's going to take it easy and get through this round because it's got those sketchy conditions that literally almost cost him his arm
0: well saturday is supposed to be good weather you know but i i'm i guess you're you're telling me he's going to play it safe dude i got to stick by saying that the Suzuki's going to make it Man, why, why why are you hating on the Suzuki? Next thing you're going to say is Barsh is going to win. Did because... you not
2: hear anything I just said? I did. I didn't you gave, say anything you about really the Suzuki. good reasoning? I 100
0: talked he's... about where the water
2: puddles at the bottom of the rhythm sections, and it creates these slick, nasty ruts that are hard to see in California, and they get bad at night. And that's the exact kind of rut that grabbed his peg when he broke his arm. It has nothing to do with the bike.
0: Dun, 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 here, Let Dakota. Me...
2: What do you what do you think about that? what I talked about there and, and not the Suzuki
1: bashing and welcome to go.
2: Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: It's been I
3: think, a long time coming, so it's good to be here. Um, I think rocks and being so technical, he do pretty good in the ruts. I'm not too concerned about this. the Suzuki. Um, I think it's all kind of mental with him. He it seems to like the bike. I think if he likes the bike, he's going to do well. He won last year. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what the track looks like. If it's, rutted you know soft or if it's muddy or if it turns out being like a normal anaheim but i think roxon will be all right
2: do you think do you think i'm in left field with that bottom of the bottom where the where it puddles up being being an issue for him
3: well i think he is a little cautious from his injury so if it is pretty sketchy i could see him backing it down but at the same time he's so technical he could be that guy that's just smooth and steady wins the race so We'll see.
0: Cooksy, have faith, dude. Did you not see his 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 quint his cinco that he posted on Instagram? Him jumping five f and yeah. What's
2: the five. official term for that? I Sync. was trying to figure that out. Sink as in cinco? cinco.
0: Yeah, or I, I like or I, I jump
2: everything and the kitchen sink, as my buddy Billy says.
0: <laughs> no, 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 but but look at this. I might have weird audio on it, but
2: but what, Johnny? Killing me here, bro.
0: No, no, no. Maybe you couldn't have heard the audio, but the track looks fairly covered and I don't think it's going to. No,
2: it's 100% covered, Johnny. But have you, you've been there and walked, have you ever walked the track the day after they pull that off? It's like dusty on the face and then the little puddles in the in the middle. And that's what I'm talking about when those ruts.
0: I know, but Anaheim is pretty hard. You almost packed, can't though. see him from TV. I don't think it's going to be as, as bad as you you're saying it's going to be. I, I no don't.
2: it's not you misinterpreted what i said i didn't say it's going to be bad I'm, i said it creates those pockets they're almost like having square edge curves no
0: i heard you said Roxett is going to be scared is what what yes I he will
2: he takes it he takes it easy on those sections because that's exactly what cost him his arm coach Am I wrong?
0: what do you what do you think
2: i think Pick you guys Kenny?
1: are i think you guys are onto a really important component of it and that's going to be so many people have commented that the season is so long and are the top contenders going to quote unquote, pull it back just a little bit knowing they've got to be in it for the long haul. And you bring up Roxon's accident, similar conditions. You, you look at uh, Dakota had mentioned the idea that, you know, he did win it last year. So you've got a lot of uh, scenarios. I think the big question is going to be who's going to back it down just enough to know they can make it for another weekend Who's going to be on that ragged edge, a lot to shake down in the opening round. As the old saying goes, nothing much uh, really comes out of a one. It's not a real indicator of what the rest of the season is going to look like. We just have to start somewhere. Um, The big question is talking with the people that I've spoken with. A lot of the veterans are all saying, hey, this is a very long season. We got to be in it to win it. And then you get people that say, does that mean they're going to be conservative coming out? I wouldn't say that, but we all, I don't think there's a viewer that's watching right now that wouldn't agree that you definitely cannot win it this weekend, but you can certainly lose it. And I don't think that that's very far-fetched. So it'll be very interesting to see, to Cooksey's point, how much the track puts a shadow of doubt, maybe scaling it back just a little bit. And I guess the question would now be, is there a window of opportunity for somebody that... We Well, how do you say that? Everybody that's in the 450 class, Johnny, like you said in your most recent video, how many factory bikes are out there, it's uh, pretty hard to say that we'd be surprised by anybody who comes out and wins on Saturday. But is it going to be that pecking order that everybody's thinking? I don't know what that order is. I've seen it vary quite a bit. But there's a lot on the table here in regards to what's Saturday going to look like. What's percentage of rain? Johnny, you were looking at weather.
0: Um, dun, 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 the weather 56 degrees Saturday, 45 low, uh, I, humidity 63% precipitation, 0% wind at four miles an hour. I, okay. I don't let think, me, it's let me, let me sum rain. that
2: up. It's going to be good on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, but, yeah. um, you, you guys make a good point about the track. What do you guys think about the split start here with those little bit of a whoops Dakota? What, what do you think about the track map? I think
3: it's pretty good. It looks like a pretty fun track. I can't, we haven't had a split start since what, maybe like Glendale last year. So, with it being a short start, I think they'll be pretty good. It looks like the rhythm sections could be pretty challenging. I hope they make the whoop section, like make the whoops pretty big for how small it is.
2: So, they're not. That's they're actually. Not. No, No, and they've actually come out and said that's a point of emphasis this year is the whoops. They're not going to have those treacherous whoops. I believe all the factories went to them and said, hey, guys, we need them smaller, which Mm. is going to play. And that that goes into my Christian Craig prediction. Um, Probably throw that out the window now.
3: Yeah, I think they should go back and watch Bar to Bar 2002 and see how monster those (laughs) Those things (laughs) were back (laughs) then. But well, did you guys see the, the look at
0: uh, on Anaheim? Uh, Davey Coombs posted it on like 40 years ago. How it was a bunch of like a couple little rollers, and compared to I what mean, it is today, you know, yeah. it, it looked kind of like a flat track. I thought that was interesting. Honestly, I like the split, but what I don't like about it is the outside. I feel like guys are going to come together, and then not having it be a 180 degree corner, always 90s. It always seems like somebody gets hurt in like a 90 degree start because somebody always goes in their WFO and then somebody gets T-boned. And then when you have whoops in the middle of it, they're not going to be able to see the guys that are on the outside. So I think it's, I don't know. It's looking I think to the be split, sort of a disaster. I think the
1: split starts a really cool idea. The one thing that I would love to see is that they would make it the exact same distance from the gate drop to the apex of the first turn. And it never is anybody that's stuck on the outside's always got to go a further distance At pro level, and, you know, you look at that track map, I know it's not absolute, but how much of a difference would it take, you know, move something a little bit to the left, get that right side to where it squares up and you've got the same, that's all. That's the kind of stuff I just don't understand. We've been building tracks for years and we can't make it where there's not a favor. And I know not everybody's a winner, (laughs) not everybody gets a trophy, but at least even it up. So if somebody nails that timing, give them a chance to get to the first turn. It's just.
2: coach. see, I, I actually go the complete opposite of that. I think that we should 100% have a staggered start. Have you drop everyone, all the fast guys on one side and all the slow guys on the other. You drop it, you stagger okay, two seconds. Okay, liberal cooksy. Hold on, hey, zip it, Johnny. Let me finish my point. <laughs> um, and then that way we get qualifying has like, it becomes actually important that you get into that top 10. It matters. You're going to get a good start. And then we're going to have all our title contenders. How many times do we say, man, I just wish we could get all the fast guys up there together. Well, guess what? You will. There'll be less first turn carnage. You'll get guys, you know, you won't have guys, you know, the guys on the second row won't be as nervous. They'll be with the guys they're battling with. It's just going to make for better race. So you're
0: talking about like the super pole with the world, supercross kind of setup. top 10 qualifiers. No, I just think top top five in each heat go to the left side.
1: No, I'm gonna take that back because I do agree that if you watch Formula One or Moto GP, mm-hmm. you know, you do you are, I'll, I'll rescind on what I just said there because that is a good point. it 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 pu- pushes up and pumps up that, qualifying the value of that. So I will take that back. I well, guess how many when, how many
2: how many races have been been ruined by Vince Frizy? Like he gets into like the guys know. if Vince gets the whole shot and you get by him quickly, you instantly just go ahead and spot
0: yourself five seconds because he is going to hold him up, and that's that makes for a boring race. Well, okay, mm-hmm. to rebuttal that, they kind of screwed that over with the metal gate because now that everyone pretty much has the same starting grid, you don't have like a rut or anything, so it really doesn't matter as much besides the the rut in front of the gate. You know, they they took that out, which makes it easier, so eh. Uh, I would say they're kind of going the opposite direction of what you're saying, Cooksey. But I, I kind of like R- Rob's idea with tilting the start so it's the same distance for everybody because a factory bike is still going to beat the slower guys to the first turn unless you were really sleeping on the gate. So I'm I'm going to respectfully disagree with my liberal friend, Cooksey, over there.
2: <laughs> How dare you call me liberal?
0: And what? what <laughs> <I'm> about, <laughs> I'm just kidding. What about, I'm just trying to get a, a ruse under you. What
1: about that lead-in into the whoops? I just, I don't see that. It doesn't matter how big they are at this point. I mean, if it's as tight as that illustration is showing, it's going to be really hard for those guys. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that's watching that wouldn't agree. You're going to see more jumping than you're going to see skimming. Of course, we haven't seen them yet and how they've shaped up, but boy, I'd love them. If you're not going to make the whoops be a differentiating factor, I'd like to at least make it be difficult. You know, let them still get a chance to blitz it, but just to take a whoop section and make it into a Double, double, triple, triple, whatever combo. I just would like to see that change.
0: Well, no, I, I still think guys are going to be able to to blitz them. And I honestly like having no run to the whoops because they they don't become incredibly scary. If you have like a straightaway in front of the whoops, guys are going to enter and then they're going to be more likely to skip a whoop and have their front wheel go down and, and them completely tank. Wow. Yeah, so I, I you like just, the run into the You wolf. talked
1: about that 90 degree and everybody getting hurt in them, and now you've got a 90 degree going right into a whoop section.
0: No, no, that's I a thought 180, was 180 going into the wood. Oh, is it a 180? Excuse yeah. me. Oh, yeah. See, now
2: I tell. actually really like those coach because then you can rail the outside and skim. Whereas that guy that goes inside and jumps, it just sure. it, it, every time there's a there's a whoop section coming out where you can't get a run at it it's safer because guys don't carry as much speed. The worst thing you can do is put a whoop section when guys can just land and just pin it third gear. Then it just becomes like a, a courage contest.
1: Instead. But isn't it is kind of interesting. If we go back and we look at the history of the races, what do we complain about? Track's not hard enough. Track's not difficult enough. And now we're talking about, yeah. oh, well, you know, we have whoops. We don't have big lead in. It's too hard. They can miss it. it we're I, And again, I'm not trying to stir up the stink pot. I just think it's interesting I agree with with Dakota. You do go back and you watch some of these old races and nothing was in perfect shape. Nothing was you know, you you didn't see people buttering the jumps the way we see it today. Um, They weren't going out and freshening it up. I mean, it looked like, you know, you got lines going every which way sideways. And I do agree with
0: Dakota. I kind of wish we bring some of that old school. It's hard. And if it's that sketchy, don't jump it. Well in Dakota you can interrupt any of us. I mean we feel bad yeah. when we interrupt coach but we don't feel bad when we interrupt, you know, Cooksey. I R. prefer I, I prefer I like interrupting Johnny. Only jump once the the whoops start getting cut down, you know, when they're big nice and round, guys are not jumping them, but as the night goes on and they get sharper and sharper and cut out, that's when guys can actually start jumping them. But do you have anything to add Dakota to do you like um, the whoops? I mean small, big, large? You know,
3: I want to see challenging stuff around the whole track, including the whoops. This could uh, benefit the KTM guys this year. You know, Cooper and Moosekin likes to jump them. So maybe the smaller whoops this year will help them. But yeah, I like the old school tracks like I brought up earlier. And I think it'd be cool if they went back to that. It would slow it down. You know, I mean, it's rough as hell. You got to slow down, I guess. But at the same time, I see why they don't want to make it dangerous either. But yeah, I'll be interesting to see what Cooper Webb does, I think. With the smaller flip sections this year,
0: well, and him I being think, back I, with the baker's factory, and then him mm-hmm. also kind of being open about uh, he's kind of getting burnt out on mm-hmm. um, I don't know if he's gonna hang out for another year or so.
2: you sure he won't be on Star Yamaha next year
1: uh, I', would oh, mean, well, I would like lean very so he heavily to run away towards... <laughs> <laughs> from him. I'd lean very heavily towards that direction. um he might do but... the toemac, yeah. But Dakota brings up a good point. Does anybody see an ironic correlation between KTM's not handling well in the whoops and a lot of scuttlebutt that the whoops are too technical or too wait, difficult? We need to scale them back. Does anybody wait, else see Roger that? DeCoster's
2: ironic? never complained about big whoops or, or done anything to gain a track advantage, right?
1: Never. <laughs> That's never. a joke. He does it every year.
2: I have and to when stop carry... quick.
0: Slayer, appreciate the donation, buddy. You oh, know, Slayer, it, kick, kick off We'll make Thank sure we get a, a question asked if you if you want to put something in.
2: Hold on. Just real quick. I got to say about Slayer. I did laugh because he was going to let his dog out. I guess he has to take an AK out because he has cougars. And so that's how he guards his dog with an AK. That's pretty <laughs> badass, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That's, awesome.
3: that's the technique. All right. I'll implement that up here.
2: Yeah. So much for shotgun. <laughs> AK. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. AK. Well, and, and typically the... The tracks start getting harder and harder as the season progressive progresses. I honestly think that this track mac is is fairly technical for round one, um, yeah. with everything they have. With a couple rhythm sections where I see a couple quads in there, I definitely see a couple quads in there. Yeah, the whoops might not be the biggest, but guys are going to be able to make up some time with some different. Like even on the back section, guys could go double, triple, or triple, triple, triple all the way through. I, I think it's going to make for some good racing. And there's not that many 90 degree corners. You know, all of them are 180. So I think we'll see a lot of block passing as long as it's dry. But if Cooksy says that there's water at the bottom of it, then everybody's going to just ride with their tail the between sections. their legs.
2: But just you know, in the rhythm sections, Johnny, look at the track. <laughs> look at, like, you have a, a, anytime you put plastic over it, it has puddles underneath it.
0: Oh, and, and, um cooksy he says it's an ar-15 way more badass than an AK-47. Oh, okay well,
2: i don't know my guns i'm not a gun guy i'm all for guns i just don't have any
0: yeah that's because you're the the
2: liberal I'm not right? a liberal I'm, I'm dude i'm <laughs> <laughs> not just brag about guns like how awesome it is that everyone should have a gun i probably should have one i just don't
1: what do you what do you think or where do we go if it's this technical in the opening round where do we go like to to dakota's point earlier we're a little bit trepidatious to get the tracks a little bit rougher, a little bit more raw, if we can go that far. And um, wow, T Cross killing it, Jay! Holy cow, T Cross! Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you, T
0: Cross. You got a question, dude? We'll make sure. T Cross, own, he, <laughs> he owns the show now. He owns the show. You have the floor, T Cross.
1: So where yeah, do, where if do you we want to answer a
0: question? We'll let everybody answer, but Cooksy.
1: Where do we speculate based on what Dakota kidding. is saying? how do we make it more difficult and we're coming out of the opening round this technical, where do you see a three being, where do you see round five being, where do you see, where do we go from here? Cause I do like this track. I like the technical aspects of it. I do like the split start. I, I like the, you know, the jump over the starting gate. I love those type of tunnel jumps, just the the, kind of the booter effect, just straight up, straight down. If we can keep McAdoo from getting his boots hung (laughs) up as he goes over it, that would be cool. That was sure. brutal. Uh, <laughs> he has my respect. That looked just brutal. Being along for the ride, hooked on by your boots. I don't, I don't know how. Well, I'm just thankful he survived from it. But just curious, what your guys' thoughts are
0: on on keeping? Well, you got to keep the the speeds down to try to make it safer. No, but right? where do and the then, tracks and, go
1: if the opening round is this technical? Where do you think they're going to make them a little bit more difficult going forward? Because well, if they do progressively to, get more,
0: they've got the track maps released. I'd have to look at them more in detail to see. Um, what's going on, but like just from a, a 10,000 foot view, if I was a designer on something, truthfully, I would be going, Hey, to make things safer would be making the races not as long because the longer they're out there, the rougher the tracks are going to get, and you're going to get some weird, um, hooks in them and everything. And what you could triple one day. Or one time you might not be able to. And what I find incredibly scary is those triple ons. As soon as things start getting real bad, when there's holes in there, guys will just jump and then get caught and then maybe just lose it and almost do endo again like what um, we saw at World Supercross with Chad Reed. Even though they broke a chain, but it would still be kind of the same effect if you were to hit a weird little hook in there that's what i would do
1: i heard this one guy talk about changing the knobby size but i don't know what that was all about
2: would you like me to explain (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah
0: no no dude i'm sure everybody would like no and i've I've
2: been saying this for years and you know jason the gypsy tales and casey stoner and those guys have been talking about it lately i did an article in vital when i wrote for those knuckleheads back in the day um and I i was crucified as always but i said i think you need to limit the knob size almost like they do in the in the enduros in europe that way, I mean, you can you can only tear up the track as much as your tire lets you. And right now you can almost run the paddle tire because they're so good. Just limit that sizing. And I talked to Dunlop. I talked to Brock Glover over there. And he said within a year, they'd have those bikes getting almost as much traction and tearing up the, the tracks far less within a year because of the way they'd use the compound and the flex of the carcass and not the knob to get the traction. So,
0: I, but see, I feel like that would almost make it potentially scarier at to a certain extent because you'd have less traction so you'd have less feel and potentially you, you did you not just hear what I, I said johnny well maybe you need to <laughs> repeat sorry it.
2: no like within a year the first year it might be a little bit sketchy at first but as the tracks stay better you're going to have almost as much traction as you have right now just won't shred it
1: but let's it, zoom it, back be, out Zoom back out to 10,000 feet. What did what coda say earlier that we're trying to change? The speed of the race, right? So if now all of a sudden we start to lose traction, does that not accomplish, I mean, not lose traction, but reduce the tearing up of the track, would that not accomplish what we're talking about? And then to Dakota's point, bring back some of those raw elements that, you know,
0: I I think... Let's just if, layer if, everything in concrete. Just layer everything in concrete. I would in, think in that would be awesome. rhino lining. <laughs> And well,
2: they
3: tried that in San Diego until it rained. uh,
0: Speedways,
1: speedways, there you
3: go. Yeah, with the big 450s, I think, um, (laughs) speedway supercross tracks like a Daytona or Atlanta like that's what I would like to see with how much power they make and everything. Now, keep some stadiums too, but I think that would be a cool direction to go. But that's just my
2: opinion. No, I think it'd be really cool. In fact, like you could get some gnarly, gigantic jumps. I just worry at what point do we start having fatalities?
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's true. We've gotten damn close.
1: Well, Uh, one thing, and not because Dakota's on the show, but I would really, really encourage, if we have some young listeners that may think that we've lost our marbles and we know there's other forums out there that are, they tend to be relatively young and a little bit naive. Go look at some of Dakota's historical recaps of races and just watch the races with an open mind. Look at the suspension on the bike watch how the bike handles or doesn't handle depending on what your perspective is on things look at those tracks and then compare to what we're seeing again no disrespect but to dakota's point the difference the rawness you know whether it's a Matasovic, bradshaw they you know going at it osho warty bailey stanton those guys i mean they never really like they were Now we I shouldn't say never but they don't have that same finesse that we see with a sexton or a roxon yeah. They're just, they're just the bikes going everywhere. They're just holding on for dear life, Hannah. All those legends. Well, well sure, and I think
0: technology's sure. come, is coming incredibly. I think we're in a weird spot in the sport where we're trying to make an elite sport, but yet we're still letting a lot of just stock bikes participate in it. And it's just this weird little gray area where you've got massive amount of technology and then you've got just low bar, minimum grade, what guys are are bringing to the races. And this is the big discrepancy we have. That's why I'm like, we need to do more of the F1 you have the guys go out there and rail out and then you've got like a stock class where they could try to get the jobs of the guys that are at the top. I, I feel that would, would help out the most, but my d- little dream of a stock class, I feel like it's never hey, going to happen. It's going to be electric class.
2: Shifting yeah. gears. Let's talk a little two fifties. Like I was so excited to see how many good guys didn't duck jet and are going Absolutely. west. Tom Vial. I
0: mean,
2: yep. Shut up, Johnny dude oh, that's that's i don't the even know what to say johnny to like, is y'all versus jet. hold on hold on uh, dakota dakota let me talk to somebody with some reasoning here uh right. what do you think who's who's who will give jet the biggest challenge because he's not going to win every race so who's who else is going to get in there you got forkner you got uh rj you got styles styles is my guy and uh, mcadoo in
1: there
0: with mcadoo
2: with, yeah like that's yeah. a Pierce deep,
0: brown deal.
2: yeah i like
3: Pierce, but i don't think he's Forkner and McAdoo did good at uh, challenging him last year, so I would say those two pretty equally. I think if Forkner can stay healthy, he can give him a good run. Same with McAdoo. Um, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where we just got to see what happens. But, yeah, Forkner, McAdoo, um, to be honest, not too excited on watching Jet on the 250, but I hope he does well, and we'll see what happens.
1: Hey, Dakota, yeah. I've got a question for you. Yeah. Do you believe that – the 250 class is afraid of Forkner anymore? I don't think so. No. I was just curious because none of us did either. And I was just curious yeah. getting getting another opinion on that. And that's no. that, you know, taking a line from Jeff Emmy, could rather have momentum than a points lead. And I think that's what Jets really wrote riding into this opening round. But coach,
2: yeah, coach one, sure. one win. And that fear of Forkner comes back. Watch
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. There's no doubt about that.
0: No, I'm just no, saying, as no, we head no, into no, this no, open no. round, he he has to openly get around jet for that to happen. It's not like he gets a whole shot and just, you know, I disagree. Rides a out win's a win. He's got to get m- around jet. Uh, well, I disagree how, with what you're saying. How many, how many times have you seen jet's a guy not going to win every race? What makes you think jet's not going to win every race?
2: How many times have you seen a guy get lucky, so to speak, win a race? And that, that confidence, it doesn't matter. You still all of a sudden they believe and it just cha- it just changes things. I don't know why, and I can't explain it, but think of the guys who've gotten lucky throughout the years and all of a sudden it just changes their career.
0: I mean, I last year you could say yeah. it about Sexton, you know, in the outdoors, where all of a sudden once he won, he was going, Okay, now I can actually yeah. win this championship. And you it
2: know? doesn't matter how that win comes, it doesn't.
0: All right. Well, well I, 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 just I do like, agree with like, Dakota with. Forkner, I really feel like he's the only guy on the West Coast, besides maybe a, a Pierce Brown that could maybe maybe beat Jet. Yeah, but I'm still well, pissed Forkner that did it once Boxborough, bringing... right?
2: Yeah.
3: So well, he I... could do it again. He's just got to be consistent and not get hurt or not come I... together with Jet. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that, that <laughs> Jet yeah, yeah, that but, was just unfortunate. Yeah, but like Jake said in the in the chat room right there, you can't you can't take him out. If he's on the gate, he's a threat. And we all yeah. know that. We, I think, the, and I want to put words in your mouth, but to me, I don't think anyone's a threat or nobody, Forkner's his own worst enemy. Like Dakota said, if he stays healthy, of course, none of us would put a doubt on him. That is the million dollar question though. And yes, it yeah. sucks that Jet, you know, clipped his front wheel, completely unintentional, but nonetheless, he got hurt, you know? And if we could just see a season, but then again, is there anybody that, go to gooder to Roxen and his injuries. Are we ever going to see the full potential of Kenny because of injuries? Are we going to be saying the same thing about Forkner? I mean, it's not like Forkner is the isolated, you know, illustration of this concept.
2: Johnny, yeah. you honestly think Jet is going to go nine for nine?
0: I do in the West Coast. Yeah, I, I do.
2: And he's going to win the East West shootouts too.
0: I I mean, if we're going to have to, if you're going to put me on the spot like this, I am Um, I, I want to see how Tom Vial is going to do. Emics, you think
2: Tom Vial is going to be the one that stops? No, oh, I, my goodness!
0: In in a perfect wow. fantasy world, I would like Can to. You see You believe it, this, Dakota? You
2: know? I'm I'm embarrassed for Johnny. So,
0: <laughs> dude, oh, just just wait, watch, watch it happen. You know he he didn't. He got out of MX of Nations, which says a lot when most guys want to support their country and he wanted to focus on Supercross. I'm like, so guys, he's not
2: very patriotic. And he's coming over here as an unpatriotic <laughs> Frenchman to dethrone this Australian wonder. Yeah, I don't think so, Johnny.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of at a loss for words here because what he put it, when I'm actually listening, the words that you're saying, it it sounds kind of ridiculous to be on the other side of the argument here. But <laughs> for, for the sake of sheer enjoyment, <laughs> hell yeah, Cooksey, because, you know, we're not that close of friends. I'm going to say, yes, he's going to beat Chet. <laughs> and I'm just From kidding. That, hey.
2: I'm in. I'm in Phoenix this weekend, Johnny. So be careful. I
0: know I, where... I, I know you know where I live, but again, <laughs> you know you've got bad knees, and I can run faster than you. So, I got, you like you I said, I got, got a new
2: knee. I'm just I'm ready to test it out. Let's see how far. I yeah. Can run. Oh,
0: I've got an iron peg leg. You know, so bring it on. I I yeah. I, we I think, got enough injuries, but I, I can I don't kick know. it I, ninety I think, degrees, pop me in the Slayer's... balls, and you'll be down, and then you won't even know what happened to you. You'll just be <laughs> sitting there going, "I think Hopper hit me in the nuts."
1: <laughs> I think Slayer's got uh, Johnny's. Ticket here. He, he he's picking up on Johnny's affinity for a frenchman Here we go. Slayers onto something. Yeah, dude. The the
0: French they bring a lot of good
1: <laughs> stuff. I you do. Know? I love French the French I love the way
2: French guys ride.
1: Oh, it's poetry and yeah. emotion. There's no doubt. I mean, who didn't enjoy watching Bale? I mean, seriously.
2: Uh, if you don't like Bale, you probably don't like pure motocross. But yeah, Dakota probably geez. knows. More. Dakota's our historian
1: here. So there you go. I caught up so in Dakota, 1990.
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> who, who do you think's
0: gonna win just A1 on the West Coast? Which is 250s like uh, and then do
3: 450s. I don't think you can bet against Jet, especially if it's gonna be a little soft and ruddy. Um 450s, I think it's gonna be Sexton. He's a fast starter, It's obviously really technical. So if the track's not dry, I think he'll do really well. Um, and yeah, those are my picks. But I think Roxon could easily get it. I think Anderson can easily get it. And then, if it is softer conditions, I might play in the Tomax favor. Maybe he can get it. Okay, his okay. First okay. Well,
0: to you, you gotta you gotta pick one. So you you got Jet Sexton and then Sexton, yeah.
1: Coach, are we going off of our pre-race prediction? Or are we going off of No? We're
2: going off the latest information you have, Coach. Um, pick as of today.
1: Yeah, I'm going to stick to my original with Sexton, not because Dakota said it, but. That's just where my gut's at. I think he's going to be able to adapt to any and all conditions this year. He's extremely strong. And I mean, literally physically. And I think mentally he's pissed off of all the, the lost opportunities last year. And so I'm going to stick with my man, Sexton.
2: What about 250? Who gets second uh, behind Jack coach?
1: Ooh, um, that's that's going to be a hard one. Yeah. Um, it's hard to argue with RJ Hampshire on that West coast if he stays up and then not to be redundant. I would, um, if I'm going to pick a hard one, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Forkner for a second. Um, at, at a one. Okay. I'm
2: going to go with Jason Anderson. Well, no, you know what? I'm not because Anaheim something weird always happens. And I was going to go with Craig cause the big whoops, I'm gonna to pivot to his teammate and I'm gonna say Malcolm Stewart gets his very first win at A one, coming out strong. Um
1: so Based go on Malcolm what?
2: Stewart. Based on what? Based on it's a freaky night because
1: no, no, I'm not asking that to
2: the, be The rain
1: in the rut. Just what adds up. <laughs>
2: um, it's one of those nights where dude,
0: Mookie happen. lives in big whoops, and we've got a track that's got like hardly any whoops. And that's you're why go I'm asking. With... What he's gonna... ridden? No, he's
2: ridden pretty good in Anaheim before. But do you remember when he almost won the year when him and Dean were up there battling for the win when it rained? 19. A lot of guys are going to pull back just a touch when they do that. It seems like Malcolm has he
0: even gotten on a podium for sure? Goes the other direction. Shut to... up, Johnny. Um, yes, Yes. I'm just this is this is oh, I'm
2: OK, OK, so I'm listening. I'm looking for Malcolm. He wants that win so bad and and he's just going to I feel like he's just going to come out on fire. Not a lot of people have been talking about him um, and Malcolm does like to get talked about. So I just have. A, is it going to mean anything in the big room? No, but I feel like we're going to see an upset. We're going to see, see something weird. So I think Malcolm's going to get the win. And then in the 250 class you duh, I'm not. I mean, how do you go against Jet? But if something happens, let's say somebody RJ loses control and takes Jet out, Styles Robertson, he's going to get his first win.
0: Okay, um, you, you kind of. I'm just going to say the whole field to go along with Cooksey with picking as many people. I'm just oh, going to say Johnny. the whole field. <laughs> uh, no, well, I then. still want to see the Progressive Suzuki, the Kickstart Suzuki. I'd like to see it come <laughs> out and and see that's I feel like that's a better pick than than Malcolm. You know, lo- love him to pieces, and I, I do think he's due for uh, multiple podiums. I just don't think with the stack field that that's going to get it done. And then obviously Jet, you know, and and truthfully, I want to see Ty Masterpool get on the podium. Uh, I haven't seen him do much Supercross, and since he got kicked off a of Star Yamaha, and he's also on a Suzuki, so I'd like to see multiple Suzukis get on the podium this weekend.
2: I love your master pool pick. I think that that kid is kind of—I I used my term earlier when I was talking about him on my show about athletic maturity. Um, I feel like he's coming into his athletic maturity. I feel bad that he's on the Suzuki, but I think he can get it up into the top ten, maybe top five. I think a podium's a stretch until a few guys go out. But you're
1: what right. What makes you? What makes you be upset that he's on a Suzuki? And there's a reason why I'm asking—not not a loaded question. Because the bike 100%. is old. But look at how many races the Suzuki hole shot at last year
2: doesn't matter in the start i mean the tank's a tank coach
1: no i agree with that but i just think masterpool he rides so well i think that he can make that work i really do
2: i could take a fantic build it up and get a whole shot well but i'm not gonna be able to uh, ride the rest of the track
0: okay that's he, what he was planning on i was talking to some of um, his mechanics and he was planning on doing his own deal and the bar x suzuki came up to him and so he went with them. Obviously, a, a, a support team is going to be better than your own team. So that's why he's going with the Suzuki. I mean, yeah, if, if Star Yamaha would have come back to him, I'm sure he would have picked that over the the Suzuki. Uh, do you guys want to switch gears just to hold, a hold on bit?
2: one second before you leave it. At, I didn't want to like say that that's not a good ride for him. It's a perfect ride for him and it was the best available, but he's racing against those other bikes that are better, Johnny.
0: No, I I I okay. I, I do agree with you, Cooksy, But let's let's switch gears. I know I was wanting to keep it to around 30 minutes. Let's look at some of the chat. And one of the guys that was asking a question, um, real gul- glutton for punishment was saying that Deegan is gonna try to do some two fifty East rounds. I thought he was just doing the futures. Do you guys have you heard anything about Deegan potentially racing pro supercross on the East. I haven't heard anything. I thought he was just doing the, the futures. And then Steve K also says that Deacon's going to raise the 250 East.
2: Well, you guys know that me and Brian have a really good relationship. We talk daily. Um, <laughs> he likes me. He, he appreciates Robert. what I do, what I say. Um, not really all those things are just the opposite, but no, I have heard that there's a really good chance. I've heard that at the star track, he's consistently the fastest or one of the fastest guys. So they're like, well, why hold him back? So there's a good chance if someone gets hurt or something, I think
0: that he fills in. Okay. Well, and and it could uh, work to his advantage if whoops are going to be smaller because I know he's pretty, he's a little shit on that bike, so he doesn't have the the distance between his ass and the seat to if things get out of control. So less whoops, I think would work in his favor for sure. Um, do, 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 any other comments that I look?
2: Jason Jason says, I hope Kenny blows the doors off everyone so Chris can stop hating on the Suzuki. Just so you know, even if he wins, um, I'm still going to hate on the Suzuki.
0: You know, Cooksy, we all piss yellow, dude. So no matter what, you've got some Suzuki in you at some point. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys are on a I like Suzuki.
1: that I wanted to do an entire show on, but I want to bring it up just while we've got the, the chat room to get their, their thoughts as well. Do we think this uh, situation with Kenny going over to Suzuki, do we see an influx of money back into that team? And I'm aggressive. It's, it's on the the deal. You know, you look back to Kenny winning on RCH with Dodge and the casino and the money was there. And Ricky was able to, you know, he has such a good relationship with Suzuki able to get those R and D dollars that seem to have evaporated over the last 10 years. Does Kenny revitalize Suzuki's desire to, 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 reinvest back you remember when uh, Cole Grass had the Suzuki amateur program, Suzuki was in its heyday with Mark Barnett and Howerton and all those guys, Dakota, going back to the days when it really counted. Um, the idea here is I'm hoping that Kenny brings, like like the chat room saying here, Cooksy. you know, it'd be cool to see Suzuki come back around and start dumping money yeah, people back are into laughing R&D. at d you. you know? It'd yeah, be cool. thanks,
2: Johnny. I saw that. <laughs>
0: But I mean, also people he are saying Robbie says I and it. Yeah, see, like oh.
1: Jake said, everyone's had an RM80. My first motorcycle was a '78 RM80. You know what I mean? Um, loved and looked up to Mark Barnett and Howerton and all those guys. But it just kills me. I would hope that we would see Kenny revitalize the big, the big brass in the corner that says, "Hey, wait a second, we need to get back into this racing thing." Because we, I mean, I don't know the stats, Dakota. You're very good at this stuff. How many yellow bikes have we seen? on the starting grid if it on a privateer side of things you know what i mean
2: well yeah, coach if, johnny can you let dakota talk please? i
0: know i'm sorry i'm reading the chat i'm, I'm multitasking no, i'm just dakota kidding. you um, have the floor
3: oh thank you um <laughs> i i hope uh suzuki comes back around i mean it'd be cool i mean we need all the manufacturers we can right so yeah. i think uh i think if roxon comes out and wins more than once and you know does world supercross or whatever he does decides to do I, I hope that they you know rethink their uh, their strategy because we need it, so another factory team again would be great so
0: yeah
1: what, the record, I- record fish said it best though if anyone can show us that Suzuki can do it, it's definitely him and I totally yeah. agree with record fish for sure. I think you
2: guys are on the right trail with this, but I don't think it's going to be Suzuki. I think you're going to see this team show that this is a very professional team. They have what it takes to be a front runner and much Triumph, like JGR. Triumph, um, <laughs> Beta. Pemp. Triumph. There's going to be.
1: Powered by weed.
2: Exactly. And, and, and I think you're going to see them switch bikes and, <laughs> and become a powerhouse team, in my opinion, I hope anyway. That's what I'm hoping for.
1: You're thinking that there'll be a, a manufacturer switch like,
2: Yes, I think Triumph or Beta or one of these teams wanting to break into it is going to look at what they've got going and and bring a, a competitive financial package to this team that's already got the framework and proven their winners.
1: All right, um, so educate me on something. And this is a, a question that I was curious about. So I hear that Buddy Intonez is the manager, right?
2: I thought Dustin Pipes was.
1: Because I saw...
2: Larry, I'm sorry, Larry Brooks... The, I don't know what do you the, call them. The press, I don't know. If there's that's why any...
1: I'm asking because if you're saying that Triumph's going to come over, where does Larry Brooks and Buddy Entinés go when you're bringing in Bobby Hewitt and that entourage that he's bringing over? How do you see those two? Well, okay, so
2: do you remember how Bobby Hewitt's first team went, where he was Suzuki's, and then they went to KTM's, and then Husqvarna? Yeah, I was
1: working with Ian Treadle when they when they went from Suzuki's to.
2: I think you're going to see a similar situation and I don't think they're going to bring in their own people. I think they're, they're going to go with the people who are proven and Larry Brooks will all of a sudden just become Larry Brooks, Buddy Enson and Dustin pipes so will all of a sudden start wearing triumph shirts.
1: And well,
0: Cooksy, to, seeing... to put a wrench in your, I'm your... sorry. Can we hear
2: some somebody else, Johnny?
0: Well, no, I, what I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying is kidding, I'm just just said kidding. they were open to say that they're only doing two fifties
2: next year. Well, here in okay, America, so, so not next year, the year after, I'm not saying I'm not putting a deadline on it. I'm saying this is an up and coming team in the next three to five years.
0: Okay, well, I, and I think more importantly, if with Suzuki for the survival of it is the influx of money from Progressive. Uh, I know talking with Geico Honda, you know they had a few million dollars from from Geico, which helped out a bunch to improve those machines. So that's why I believe that the whole HEP Suzuki is going to be one of the the better bikes out there because of just the sheer resources that they have this year compared to, to last year.
1: Um, and see, that's where my question comes full circle. Do we think Suzuki will get excited about it and really put some of their money in it instead of always, you know, cause not changing the subject. It's on the same, excuse me, thread of thought, you know, how many times have we heard teams like team uh, pro circuit? were looking at changing OEMs. And let's say in the last 15 to 20 years, I mean, that, that conversation circulated a couple of times at a very high level. So it's, we know that it's not, you know, impossible for results. I believe it's probably results. Well, results. And let's face it when you're a two hundred and fifty pro team and you're not really getting a lot from the amateur support side, you're not getting handed off athletes that are supposed to be in that developmental channel. I would imagine that that would aggravate somebody like a Mitch Payton or a Ziggy over at Factory Connection. That's the whole idea of having an amateur development program, is so you hand those riders off with the necessary fitness and skill set to go into that 250 pro rank, do well, and then move their way up to the 450 ranks. I know it's a lot in one conversation, but I, I think it's a great idea and a concept, Chris. If you maybe you are hearing some scuttlebutt that may materialize, I don't know if that's strictly your opinion. But I love the sounds of it. I just would be curious to see how you see those integrating the same way.
2: Uh, Honestly, that's just me shooting from the hip. I just see. Fair enough. um, And I also, I look at Suzuki as a whole. I look at Suzuki, what they're doing with their street programs and their dirt programs. And I look at it kind of all the way back to Japan where I've heard that the production, the bikes is just limited and the skeleton crews. I don't know that Suzuki's planning on being around in 10 years.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're probably going to get bought out by something. They're like their whole merge with Kawasaki a few years ago. Well, it was actually a while ago, and then that didn't work out yeah. too well. But I know. Hey, i guys answer were... a
2: question real quick. Uh, is, am I sad that Seven Deuce Deuce retired? Yes, Seven Deuce Deuce bring a lot to the table.
0: Thank He's you, Zippy, for the comment.
2: Yeah, Zippy. Thank you. So it does. Yeah, no, we out. are
0: all sad for an, an epic privateer rider. Like, and ho- hopefully, is he still going to be doing more music? Um, I'd like to keep having him do some. uh... I don't know.
2: I didn't really like his music, but uh, it's just a fan that he's doing stuff, but his music's probably not my taste.
0: And and a bunch of people in chat are saying that, like even Slayer says that he bought a new Yamaha 250 F. But we'll end the show here, guys. I appreciate you guys showing up with episode one. We did go over about 10 minutes. We'll be back next week. And I want to thank Dakota for coming out here and being incredibly respectful while some of us were interrupting each other. Cooksy.
3: Thanks for having me. We will leave
0: with how we can find each of you guys. So please do everybody a favor down here. And I've got all of their links in the description. Make sure you go follow them. They're Huge in the sport, big influencers, and they just wanted to grow as well. So, Cooksy, where can we find you? So,
2: I want to announce that the, my new show, All Day Every Day with Cooksy. It's not motocross stuff, but I've got some interesting opinions over there about cancel culture and some stuff. I really want to grow that one just because I like to make change, just in general life. But um, and then I got the the typical motocross show on there. So, please give the new give the new show a shot and see if you like it.
0: Coach, where can we find you? Um, if
1: you're wanting to get some information on anything relevant to health, wellness, and fitness, you can find us over at completeracingsolutions.com. If you're into YouTube, I've got a channel there, Coach Rob Beams. And um, I'm going to be, for those of you that have been hitting me up, asking where my original Coach Rob podcast has gone. Um, I've got a new co-host, which I'll announce next week. And uh, we will be doing two shows a month. It'll be a, It's going to be under the umbrella of Coach Rob Podcast. One is going to be general fitness related, and one is going to be performance, athletic performance specific. So um, we'll be putting these up on YouTube and we'll put them out on all the podcast platforms. So uh, thanks for those that have been asking, uh, had to work out some of this, some of those particulars, but we're back and uh, look forward to you know seeing what your thoughts are on the subjects that we're going to be discussing. Hey, and-,
2: and I want, I want to-, to tease to the, the co-host for your new podcast. It's not me, obviously, but I just found out about it and I think you couldn't have chosen a better guy. And I'm excited to listen to it. So good on you, Coach.
1: I appreciate it. It's uh, well, and let's be honest. If we're going to be transparent here, Chris, you and I were trying to make it, but uh, your schedule doesn't permit for it. So I want to make sure the listeners understand there's no beef oh, no. or anything like no, that. No, none so, at all. Um, yeah, it, it's it's about you know the, the the long the long game. So thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for be, uh, allowing me to be on here this week again. And Dakota, I want to say thank you personally for coming on board. It's nice to have you. Thank you, go. Dakota.
3: Appreciate where it.
0: can we find you?
3: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, WD840MX Highlights. That's it. Um, Big thank you for having me on. We've been talking back and forth, and um, this was good, man.
0: Heck yeah, we'll have you back on again. Hey, uh, give me a little Absolutely. bit of hard time, Cooksy. Slayer says that he wants to buy one of these unfiltered mugs and send it your way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll but hey, it. I appreciate no every single one of you guys. This was MX Unfiltered. Till next time, keep life WFO. Hold on,
2: Dakota's riding an electric bike.
1: I bogged it. <laughs> Out the play.